I'm CBG. Hello. Nice to see you. Nice to see you as well. You were ill for a couple of days. I was for like, Thursday like and for Friday. Dramatically ill, yeah. Food poisoning, we suspect. It's one of those things, right? Food poisonings hit me a couple times in my life. Never that severe for that long. And trying to go back on what I may have consumed yeah. that my wife didn't because she was absolutely fine. But uh, not a pleasant time there, Chadville, as you might be able to understand. Have you um, become used to saying wife? No, <laughs> not yet. It's been just over a month now. It's wonderful. And the Borat voice is, you know, being kept at bay. But yeah, it's nice to say my wife. It is. It really is. Well, it's it's always a, you go through that the whole thing. Well, this is my girlfriend or this is my partner. This is my my fiance. Fiance is always a fun one, yeah. you know, as well. But then when you get to say, you know, my you know, my husband, my wife, my partner, whatever it is that you that you use, I think that's pretty cool. It's, it's pretty just, exciting for a while. Yeah, pinnacle of the mountain. Definitely not getting tired of it, right? And, and <laughs> well, as you would, you would hope, right? Because it's going to be continuing for years and years and years and years. <laughs> Knock on wood. But yeah, one month, one month ago, uh, July the 28th, the best day ever. Mm -hmm. Seeing some of the photos from it as well, it looked yeah. absolutely gorgeous. So, um, well, when it comes to relationships, there's uh, there's deal breakers out oh, there. For sure. There's deal breakers. Um, my, my, uh, my husband was telling this to friends of ours on Saturday night that when he started dating me, that he put together <laughs> Jay Lynn's rules of engagement. <laughs> <laughs> he still jokes about it, still talks about it. Okay, that's going on Jay Lynn's rules of engagement. You know, the things I like, the things that I don't like, whatever it is, they're, you know, these rules have to be followed. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, it's an extensive list, um, unfortunately, for my oh, husband, no. but he is very, uh, he's a very patient man. Uh, to say the least, but there was um, a, a survey done recently, and it and it specifically looked into some of the deal breakers that um, caused grief when it came to sharing a bed. Yes. Right. Yes. And that's a tricky thing to start with. Sharing a bed, <clears throat> um, it, it can be tricky. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, you have different sleep cycles depending on where you are in your age. You can one of you can be freezing cold. One of you can be you know, sweaty hot. <laughs> um, you can have dogs in the bed. You can have cats in the bed. You can have kids in the bed. You might have a TV in the room. You might eat in bed. For sure. Eat in bed. Eat in bed. What? So there was um, this list that put out that said that thirty-five percent of people. 35% of people admit to eating in bed. No. But people felt so strongly, the other group felt so strongly against it because of crumbs that they would consider it a relationship deal breaker. A deal breaker. I'm in that camp. 100%. You cannot eat in the bed. <laughs> I will never eat in the bed because of all the crumbs. But instead of it being a deal breaker, wouldn't you just have the conversation first saying, I guess it depends where you are in the relationship, right? That's the thing. That's it. If you're just, you know, getting to the point where you're whatever, watching TV in bed and eating chips. Yep, Doritos. Dur the dust Doritos gets absolutely bed. everywhere. <laughs> Wiping your cheesy fingers on the, on the bedspread. <laughs> no. I know, does that sound awful? No. But I know people who um, eat food in bed. Um, and the other thing for me and, and my, is um, TVs in the bedroom. Yeah. 
that's a no-go at all. You don't have a, a TV in your bedroom? No. You wouldn't put one in there no. under any circumstances? Okay. We, when we when we moved into the, the house, there there was the big wall mount from the, the people before, but I just covered it up with a painting. I, I think that there's many other... Um, there, there are better things to do in the bedroom than watch TV. We also had the wall mount in the bedroom, as I deflect there. <laughs> we also had the wall mount facing our bed directly, and when mm-hmm. we bought the house... It took me a while. I was like, what in tarnation is this yeah. thing? And that stood just bare on the wall for about 15 <laughs> months until I found a really good deal on a TV that we could put on the wall. We just had it bare, right? Yeah. And it, it was almost like a piece of a piece of art or something. <laughs> we don't watch TV in bed, right? Like we read before we go to bed. I find that, I got, first of all, I love to read. Yeah. Secondly, I find that TV is overly stimulating and I yes. can't fall asleep afterwards. Yeah. The only time that I've actually really used that TV is, ironically, as you said, when I was really sick at the end of last week yeah. and when I got uh, COVID in the spring and needed to isolate upstairs. Yes. That was wonderful to yeah. have. Watch whatever you want, whenever you want it. On Chris's schedule, you want to watch 33 consecutive episodes <laughs> of Parks and Recreation, no one's there to judge you. So... TVs in the bedroom were one thing. Back to the food in the bedroom. Uh, apparently, millennials find it most offensive at 38%. Checks out. I'm a having millennial. A partner, I find it offensive. But listen to this. Having a partner who eats in bed is particularly offensive to uh, millennials at 38%. They say that they would end the relationship over it. Ironically, they're also the generation that is most <laughs> most inclined to snack in bed at 40%. Oh, there you go, 38 to 40%. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but here's my other question, and this was a big one. When it comes to your animals in bed, do you or do you not allow your animals to sleep in bed with you? We do not, and it was never an issue we had to deal with because it's not as if my beloved Willow slept in the bed with me before Pip and I moved in together. She always sleeps on her bed adjacent to our bed. Mm -hmm. She sleeps on the bed during the day because she's a good girl and she deserves to have the luxuries (laughs) of life when no one's home. But we never had to cross that bridge of undoing the habits that she had. I know that in in your world, that's a little bit of a different story. Yeah, it, it was a little crazy. Like, I had two dogs, two big dogs, and my husband had two big dogs when we met, and uh, those dogs, um, you know, came from separate homes, and in those homes, they were allowed to sleep on yeah. the beds. But when you bring two homes together and you have four dogs, the smallest being 50 pounds... Oh, wow. Uh, there's only so much room for four dogs and uh, two, adults two adults in the bed. Yep. So that ended up changing. That had to change, and the dogs weren't happy about it. No. Um, and e- eventually, you know, they all slept on the floor, and it was a, a room full of, you know, I was going to say whimpering and, and, and crying and, and all that sort of stuff, but it was just the dogs. It was just the dogs. <laughs> it's just the dogs. Um, but over the years, so when we got Bo Breeze, he... Um, because we had so much trouble crate training him, we eventually just put him up on the bed and he fell asleep, no problem. But it got to the point where we couldn't get him off the bed. Mm. And when we sent him to puppy boot camp for a month, um, that was one of the things that they fixed. Okay. Uh, he doesn't sleep on the bed anymore. Good. Coach and I um, at times have had a few challenges when it comes to Rue, the puppy, because she is a cuddler. And she's a little tiny Britney right, Spaniel, right. and she wants to be up there. And I, I, I would probably be 
quicker to give in than he would. And but we you, can't do it because of sleep. We can't yeah. do it because they wake you up. Yeah, and then what's Bo Breeze going to do? Feel very jealous, and I went to boot camp for a month, and I can't do this anymore? <laughs> so why does the, the little new plaything, the smaller, more yeah. cuddly version of me, get this special treatment? Mm-hmm. So they both sleep on cushions or the floor or something They're adjacent to the bed? Bo sleeps on a, a bed uh, off to the side of our bed, and, and Rue's in her crate. It's the only time that Good. she's happy in her crate. She sleeps in her crate. Yes. Good. I know, right? But there is something lovely about having your your animals with you in bed sleeping. Yeah, because that's your companion also, right? And so if it's just yourself and your partner, maybe a sense of that same thing. I've never had an animal sleep in the bed with me. A cat, a dog growing up, nothing. Really? Nothing at all. It's always either been just myself or myself and my partner. So, we, and, and because we got Willow when we bought the house together yeah, yeah. we never had to cross that bridge but i can imagine it's a wonderful feeling of companionship well i think when i got divorced and i ended up having both dogs and having both beds both dogs sleep in bed with me yeah it was just it was comfort it felt a little safe you know a little yeah. safe right yeah. um and it was just yeah just it was nice so it was hard it was hard to break that what was the percentage? Did we have the percentage of people who found that to be objectionable, or was that just anecdotally like the second most frustrating thing for people? It was about 30%. Okay. It was about 30% of people saying, what about your house, Chedville? Do you allow the animals in bed? Because I know you love your animals. You send me pictures of your dogs and your cats and your reptiles all the time. But let us know at 780-496-0063. Because then there's that whole snoring thing. When you talk about disturbing sleep, snoring's an entirely different conversation. 